Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Priya Unikrishnan, the organizer for a new group, Livable Richmond Hill. Welcome, Priya. Hello, Marge. Thank you for inviting me to do this podcast with you. You are very welcome. I am very much looking forward to our conversation. Let's start, Priya, by you telling us uh, just a little bit about yourself. Sure, Marge. I'm a mother of two children. Uh, My daughter is 14 and my son is 12 years old, and I'm a software engineer by profession. Uh, I immigrated to Canada about 20 years ago, uh, but for the last 15 years, our family has been living in in beautiful Richmond Hill. Okay, very Uh, good. I'm an ardent nature lover and an environmentalist, and I'm also a self-taught naturalist. I can pretty much identify almost all the local trees, shrubs, and flowers around here. Hmm. And yeah, uh, I need to go for a walk with you. <laughs> <laughs> and over the last decade, uh, Marge, I've been organizing a lot of small community events in my neighborhood, like tree planting and cleanup drives, partnering with my kids' schools, any neighbors and friends that are interested. And we also ended up adopting our local stream and the entire natural area around around the stream through adopt a stream program by Ontario Streams. And we did a lot of great work and our group was recognized for our work and we won the Volunteer of the Year Award a few years ago. So that work has, I found a lot of joy in doing that within the community. Oh, very good. Uh, That's uh, some impressive things there. So what's had you start livable Richmond Hill? Was there a certain activity, something that uh, said, I got to do something? Yeah. So the thing is, I've been doing small things within the community and happy doing the little things with my neighbors and friends. But towards the end of last year, October 2020, is when I heard about Bill 23, um, also called the More Homes Build Faster Act, which was announced by the Ford government. And the more I read, I was shocked by what this bill and other legislation around it could do under the covers of providing affordable housing. And I was appalled by the blatant removal of greenbelt and farm lands when there is already sufficient approved lands within the urban boundaries for housing. And then there was the abolition of the growth plan, which enforced efficient land use uh, to co- to meet the demands of our growing population and to top that with undermining the power of conservation authorities, undermining democracy and severely weakening protection for heritage. I mean, all this really, uh, really got me out of my seat. And I felt like I, I felt this need to do something basically in Richmond Hill. And I was looking for people that are standing up and, Uh, trying to do something against this bill and I didn't really find anything. So 
I decided that even if I had very few people, I was going to organize a rally to protest against Bill 23 in Richmond Hill. So I did, and we had our rally in uh, in November last year, 2022. And I was encouraged to see a great turnout of over 150 residents all sharing the same concerns that I had. And this event was attended by Richmond Hill Mayor David West, Many of our community leaders, most of our counselors also supported the rally. And I was really encouraged um, after that rally. And I was also approached by several local community leaders who believed that there was a need for a local united voice to stand up and take action against such policies that have such negative impact on our lives and our values. So thus, Richmond, Livable Richmond Hill was born, a grassroots, nonpartisan and nonprofit group. Uh, it started off with just a few members and then grew to 45, and now we are over 100 residents. Very impressive, both for what really got you going to start this. Uh, I think Bill 23, a lot of us had heard of, but you really uh, did your research, thought about it. I did attend that first rally. That's where I met you. It was a great rally. Uh, just everything sort of came together. A lot of good people, good weather. Uh, and it, it felt good being part of that. So uh, thank you for starting it and doing that. And I am glad I was convinced to go over to um, Richmond Green and uh, yell on the bullhorn. I think you gave me the bullhorn that day. Yes. I <laughs> okay, I, I can I talk. I asked people like who would be the best person to take the bullhorn and everybody said March. So then I found you and I gave it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what other activities have uh, Livable Richmond Hill been able to do in the actually a relatively short time? Actually, March, uh, since the rally in uh, October, we've been doing a lot of work within the community to try and raise the awareness because what we're finding is majority of the residents are pretty clueless about Bill 23. So we've been working since that time, since the first uh, protest. So one of the first things we thought of was how to inform residents with information that's easily consumable. So we created a flyer with just the relevant, uh, relevant information that the general public can consume. And we've shared this widely on social media, different community groups, neighborhood groups. And then uh, in uh, Mayor West had his maple syrup festival recently, and we set up a booth and we had our volunteers talking to people one-on-one -on -one and educating them and handing out flyers. And we talked to hundreds of residents, most of them clueless on what's coming our way. And we were happy that at the end of four hours, I think we would have talked to maybe over 150 or maybe 200 people. So that was something we felt good about, uh, about informing so many residents. And the other thing that we've done is we have distributed over 350 lawn signs, which says save the green belt, stop Highway 413 throughout York region. And I think this is required to spread awareness because anybody who sees the signs knows that there's something happening. So it just, um, you know, increases awareness within that neighborhood. So that's something we've done. And we have another rally coming up next weekend 
to protest again against the destruction of the Green Belt and the very recent attacks on the Oak Ridges Moraine. So there are parts of Oak Ridges Moraine, uh, like Mary Lake, being opened up for, constr for uh, construction and development. So there's very real attacks coming, and this is going to set a precedent. And we want to stand up and uh, residents want to speak up and tell our politicians that this is not the direction we want to go. Very good. Yes, sir. Uh, I have one of your signs uh, on my front lawn and uh, I've given out a few. So I think it was good that you've been able to distribute the signs. They're from um, environmental defense. Is that correct? Yes, they are from environmental defense and they have different local groups trying to distribute the signs and raise awareness. And they do support us in small ways. We can get more signs from them. Mm -hmm. But in the process of distributing the signs, I came in contact with a lot of good people who share the same concerns. And they were happy to join Livable Richmond Hill and be part of this growing movement. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I believe t it was Tim Gray from Environmental Defense who actually came to the your rally. Yes, he was... Uh, he saw the amount of interest that was generated in Richmond Hill, and he felt that it was a good place for him to be. Mm -hmm. So he was at the rally, and he spoke to the public, and uh, it was a very good uh, event uh, that we had last year. We are hoping for a similar event with good turnout and publicity uh, over the coming weekend. Right, yes. But it, it is good that you uh, have that strong relationship with environmental defense, but you also have forged a relationship with the Alliance for Livable Ontario. Uh, that's a relatively new group, and Livable Richmond Hill sort of falls under that umbrella. Can you sort of elaborate on that? Yes, Marge. So the thing is, there were so many groups uh, all over Ontario that were so frustrated with all the legislations and, and various uh, aspects, and people started coming together, and they want to have one united voice to speak up against this broad umbrella of legislation that was kind of destroying everything that we held sacred and everything that all the values that we as people of Ontario wanted to uphold. And we were seeing all this crumbling. So, so the alliance was formed uh, and this alliance represents hundreds of organizations all invested in building a truly livable Ontario. Members include groups from agriculture, labor, planning, environment, academia, healthcare, housing, indigenous groups, neighborhood groups, representing hundreds of thousands of Ontarians. So when we decided to create Livable Richmond Hill, we, um, we decided to affiliate with this alliance and we registered ourselves to be a member group. Um, the advantage of being um, a member group is that we receive latest information from the Alliance and we get um, updates on policies that impact all of Ontario. And the Alliance also offers us a broad connection across all these groups and offers education, webinars, tools, and support for grassroots communities like ours, uh, which don't have much resources other than having a large membership base. So Liverpool, so it was in our interest as a, as well as for the Alliance to have this big network of people that share similar goals and values. 
And what we do, uh, what Livable Richmond Hill in turn does is communicate this information back to our members and back to our community for their immediate awareness. So we form kind of like a liaison between the uh, Alliance and our the residents of Richmond Hill. So, but we are not, Livable Richmond Hill is not limited to being uh, a member of this Alliance. We have our own um we have our own agenda, but this is part of our agenda to be part of this bigger uh, organization. But we also do, we have other goals and other interests in terms of uh, protecting democracy, engaging civic engagement in Richmond Hill and awareness and community engagement and protecting heritage. So we have a lot of other, uh, you know, there are other agendas other than uh, the Alliance, but being part of the Alliance is one aspect of what we're working on. Right. Yeah, there's some impressive people that are part of the Alliance and they've done some good work and been able to attend uh, the seminar and it was, ooh, they've, they've got, uh, it, it's actually, I find it encouraging. Uh, yes. Of- so that's the thing about being part of the Alliance is that there is hope and we feel that there is this huge, uh, I mean, there is, lot of people that have the same concerns as us because alone you could feel isolated and think that there's nothing much you can do but when you're part of a bigger group with hundreds of thousands of people and groups then you feel strong you feel powerful Mm -hmm. yeah overall what has been your uh, interaction with elected officials actually to be honest so far my interaction with our elected officials has been mostly positive we have a great mayor in David West. Um, I did speak to him on several occasions and he shares the same concerns as most of us residents. He is interested in protecting the environment, protecting green space. For once it's lost, it's lost forever. And we are lucky to have several councillors who also share the same concerns and have the same vision for Richmond Hill. So in those aspects, it's been a very positive and encouraging um, fact, I mean, working with our elected officials. But um, yeah, um, we are looking forward to working um, more uh, continued working with our elected officials and working with them as real partners in making decisions around planning, infrastructure, housing, and our goals to build sustainable and healthy, complete communities. Right. Yes. The idea of thinking about how we build uh, and uh, making sure that we have communities that you can use public transit and have yes, all the other absolutely. support systems that and basically not have the sprawl that uh, and as you said having people think about really what's happening is so so important so uh, again uh, I'm glad that you are engaging with really the decision makers mm-hmm. what, what are some of the challenges that uh, you're having with building up livable Richmond Hill so it's been a great journey. Uh, we are a new group and we do not have any funds to support our work. We rely entirely on volunteer members to do most of the work. And But I'm happy to say that people are ready to step up and do the work. And we have, we have members who are going out of the way to do to contribute to the community, to raise awareness within the community. So I'm happy with that. Um, but we do have challenges in terms of 
learning the ropes on how to work with our elected officials, how to work with other local groups that come to us for support, and also how to make petitions. So these are things that we are learning. And I, we, we are, I'm happy to say that we do have the support of many community leaders. And, and like yourself, Marge, uh, you've been a great support. Um, so I feel positive. There's a lot of learning. Um, there's a lot of learning, but uh, it's all good so far. Very good. Yeah. There are so many good people in town doing things con concerned. So I'm, I am glad that you are bringing them together. So what is your, your vision for Richmond Hill? My personal vision, uh, Marge, for Richmond Hill is for Richmond Hill to be a model community, one that serves as a beacon of a complete community or also called a 15-minute community. So basically, all the needs for daily living and recreation should be within a 15-minute walk or a bike ride or a bus ride away. And I want Richmond Hill to be known worldwide as a socially, economically, and environmentally sustainable community with a fiercely green reputation. So that's my dream and something that I've been thinking of since last summer when I traveled to Germany and I had the opportunity to see Tübingen, a very green and beautiful town uh, town in, in Germany. And it was then that it occurred to me that Richmond Hill could be a similar green, beautiful place to live and work in. Very good. Okay. Well, I, I share your dream, your vision, and let, let's hope that uh, all of us uh, can make that come true. That would be, yeah, it's, uh, I like that. <laughs> so uh, you've got some good people you've gathered. Um, who else, what sort of people are you looking to come and be part of Livable Richmond Hill? Um. It's very simple, Marge. We are a group of people who care. We want more such people. So people who care not about just about themselves and their immediate family, but we want people who care about their neighbors, who care about the community that they live in, who care for the environment. So basically anybody that genuinely cares, we are happy to have them as part of our group. And I've been so happy to see that we have so many such people already in our community and to be able to communicate, I mean, to be able to connect with them has been a very empowering uh, experience for me. So I know there, there are hundreds and hundreds of people that care and together, if we can connect with them, I mean, we could form a very powerful group that can make change. Yeah. So we want people who have the desire to get up and join forces and to do something to change things if they don't like what they see. Because nothing is as dangerous as the apathy of citizens. Apathy will cause our community to rot from the inside. So we want people that care and that can step up doing even small things, but small things, they all add up and make a big difference. Ooh, you've used some powerful words, but I do hope uh, you're challenging any and all that are listening to uh, visit the website, which will be part of the podcast notes, and uh, send you a sign up and become part of it. Because, uh, yeah, it's the more the more the merrier, the more the uh, effective we actually can be. So, absolutely, yeah. 
Anything else that you'd like to add? Um, for anyone who listens to this podcast, I would encourage you to join our rally next weekend. We are rallying to protest against the destruction of the Greenbelt and the Oak Ridge's moraine. So do join the rally and check out our website, livablerichmondhill.org. Right. Okay. Yeah. Next, uh, we're we're talking here on uh, Sunday, uh, April the 16th, and the rally is the following Saturday. It's on Earth Day, so this is sort of the theme and why we why I wanted to talk to you uh, now. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, this is the time that we stop we step back and think about uh, what is happening in our environment, cleaning and greening things. So very good time to take action. I do end the podcast with a response to the guest uh, for this one question. Name one thing you really like about this community. Mm. The one thing that I absolutely love about Richmond Hill is the easy access to natural green spaces, connected trails, and beautiful park areas. John Muir said that in every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. And for me, the work to preserve and protect this access to nature that we have for us and for all future generations, I think is worth everything. I like that quote. And uh, yeah, and I, I'm a fan of John Muir as well. So uh very good answer to the question about what you like about our community. So it's uh, this time of year, especially you can go for a walk in the woods and all the spring flowers are coming Absolutely. up. And it's being uh, outdoors it's every day is, is just amazing. Yeah. And we are fortunate. Uh, you live in the opposite corner of the city from me, but we, we both have great green spaces at our doorsteps. So we're fortunate. Well, thank you Priya for taking some time to do this podcast and, uh, we will see you at the rally and around town as well. So thank you again. Thank you, Marge, for this opportunity. And I love the work you do in keeping our community connected. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at Marge, M-A-R-J, at MargeAndre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.